Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Alpha and Salt, the Random Alpha Podcast with your host, Alpha DeWolf, and, well, our guest for this week, the iTunes fanboy. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing just fine. Yeah. Woo. Um, the reason why we actually took so long to get this week's out, or we never actually got last week's out, and the reason for that is because Google Hangouts decided to be, well, a pain in my rear end. So, yeah, we had to make do with what we have. So now we are trying FaceTime, which I've personally found to be more reliable than any other video call or video conferencing Makes app available. Sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how Zoom works, but I'm not exactly a fan of that because I think I heard they're owned by Facebook. I don't think, I don't think Zoom actually is owned by Facebook, but I could... Or Meta now, but I don't think. Yeah, Zoom I guess now it's Meta. Yeah. No, it's Death. I don't think death. Zoom is owned by Meta, but I could, but I could be wrong about that. Hmm. Yep, not entirely sure who owns it, but. Yeah, I can see your face now clearly. Yeah, yeah. Instead of actually having to shut the webcams off just to hope for a better call experience, we've. Yeah, you're coming through just fine, and at a pretty decent resolution, too. What camera are you using? Uh, for my, for the actual recording of the podcast, I'm using my iPhone 11 Pro Max's front camera, and for the, the webcam, I'm just using my 2014 MacBook Air's webcam. Hmm, it's pretty good, actually. Then again, I don't exactly have the world's greatest screen. <laughs> yeah, but... it's le mine is 11 inches, but I actually... So it seems a little small to me, but I actually make do with it just fine because I've been using iPads and such my whole life. Oh, I guess that makes sense, yeah. yeah. To me, I don't understand how people can use screens even smaller than 13 inches. I think 13 inches and small and barely get by with it. I don't understand how you can go smaller. And I've actually mained before. And, bef and I've actually mained a, two iPad minis, the first generation and the second generation iPad minis in the past, so... I'm used to even smaller screens, and oh wow, my, my Chromebook and my Chromebook only, my Chromebook only has an 11.6 inch screen, which I've mained in the past. 
because back when I was in sixth grade, everything was really optimized for Google, and my desktop was a little um, too unreliable. So back before I had my MacBook Pro, 2010 MacBook Pro already and running, I used that. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, I guess I need to ask, what's your thought on Chromebooks in terms of their usability? Because when I started, um, as far as I knew, the only thing you could do with them is Google Chrome. That's kind of why they're called Chromebooks in the first place. Yeah. How I usable did... do you find them to be? So they're, they're, as long as you have a good internet connection, they're actually really useful. Because most of yeah, the stuff... I do... Yeah, that's a big if on if you have a good internet connection because yeah, I just I've actually discovered this. My neighbor actually has a desktop version of a Chromebook. Chromebook, it's a little miniature box. It's kind of like a Mac Mini, but with Chrome OS on it. And he can't even log into it if the internet drops. And how do we know this? It's because for some reason it randomly decides to connect to his printer's internet first, which there's no internet coming from a printer. Yeah, I can. Yeah, I was a bit confused on that when I saw my printer come up as an option for my Wi-Fi network because I'm not a huge expert on printers. Yeah, it's kind of odd, but yeah, you can't obviously so, do video editing or anything with a Chromebook, but it's good enough for schoolwork. Yeah. Well, I've actually discovered I, uh, one of my projects back in sixth grade was actually editing a video, and it was done on. Chromebooks. We used a online-based video editor. It was not that great. It was called Wii Video. Yeah, that's what it was. Wii Video. Yeah. Not the best use. editor in the world. And <laughs> running it on Chromebooks with Intel Celeron or Atom processors. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, not the greatest experience, but at least we got our projects done. Yeah, my 2014 MacBook Air can't exact. Can't exact. I've never tried. Tried editing videos on my Chromebook before because when I was maining my Chromebook, well, I mean, I still have it. I wasn't exactly doing a whole lot of video editing at the time, and if I did have to edit, I would just use my phone. Mm. But I've tried yeah, editing. I've tried. I've tried editing videos on my 2014 MacBook Air before in 1080p and 4K and. The 1080p and 4K, it was a very slow and my MacBook got very hot doing a video editing. So I don't think I'm going to do video editing with this thing <laughs> in the future, but my original plan was to get my 2012 Mac Pro up and running for tour I could use it for school, but because I can refuse, because it refuses to get higher, go to a Mac OS any higher than Mac OS Sierra for some reason, even though it's supposed Sierra. to. Yeah, it's supposed to go up to Catalina, but by official support, but it's only by... Actually, I've looked into this before, and uh, yeah, the Catalina support, that actually goes up to the oldest MacBook that you can get with Catalina, or actually I think Big Sur qualifies for this too, um, is the new Retina MacBook Pros. Yours is a unibody. Yeah. Because yeah. I've discovered this, I looked online, and it turns out... Um, if you have the unibody version of the 2012 MacBook Pro, it does not get those newer versions, and it gets stuck at High Sierra. Uh, that's not. Uh, that's only. Uh, that's only true for. I think that's only true for the 2010, 2011 models because I've actually, because another YouTuber that I'm subscribed to, Device Collector 71, 
used to have a mid twenty used to have a mid twenty twelve unibody version of the MacBook Pro, and he was able to get Catalina and Mojave running on it just fine. No patchers necessary. Nope. Wow. Hmm. And not uh, and not only that, but I, I I've looked at support before, and I know that Apple would obviously clarify stuff like that. And Device Collector 71 now owns a 2012 Mac Mini, which is based off the 2012 Mac Pro, which mm. which which was able to run Catalina without a patcher and Big Sur and Monterey with a patcher. Hmm, interesting. And I'm subscribed to another YouTuber called The Original Collector, who who also has a 2012 Mac Mini running macOS Mojave without any issues. Hmm. Yeah, I guess... I, I originally thought when it came to the software dropping support, I thought they were just trying to cut off all the unibody MacBook Pros, but I guess they still hang, held a few in there. Hmm. Yeah, no... I did not know that. Yeah, the... Yeah, the... Yeah, I didn't know... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, me neither. I've looked. Me neither. It seems that my MacBook Pro might have an issue. My, that my 15-inch MacBook Pro may have an issue of some sort. What's that noise in the background? Oh, just my fan. <laughs> MacBooks, fans. Yep. Intel. Trying to get away from it. <laughs> my, ThinkPad, my ThinkPad. My ThinkPad, which I've been using for schoolwork over the past school. Since August has actually has fans that sometimes when I'm not even doing anything heavy, the fans randomly start activating, going off like crazy. And it's supposed to be a really high-end workstation. Ooh. <laughs> it's from 2012, so that might have something to do. It's I guess it could have something to do with so, that, yeah. Because the sticker says designed for Windows 8, not 8.1, but Windows 8, which... So that means that's a really old computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't... Yeah, in terms of the fans on this thing, um, it's kind of ridiculous on when they go off sometimes. Sometimes I'll just uh, browse the internet, and I don't know if it's because of my lap, or... I don't think it's the house just generally being warm, because right now it's actually generally cold due to... Oh, it finally stopped blizzarding out there. I don't know. What took it so long? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of snow up here. It's currently raining where I am right now. Oh, hope that doesn't freeze over. You know, no, I actually had snow. I actually had some snow on Thursday and Friday. Hmm. That yeah, I think like, you tweeted about it. What? I think you tweeted about it. Yeah. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I think I did. All right. So, I guess before we go way too off topic, uh, let's try to address some things that we have, well, attempted to do last week. And I guess I'll begin asking those questions again, just so we can get them on camera and the audience can actually learn more about this. Even though I'm pretty sure most of the audience might already know who you are because you got more subscribers than me. Anywho, what brought you to doing YouTube in the first place? Yeah, I'm not... So, so back in 2016, back in July 2016, I actually started reading Berenstain Bears books on YouTube because I saw other YouTubers doing that and I thought I could do it too. And, 
And you know, and you know how you currently don't like editing on your 2011 MacBook Pro. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, or doing YouTube off of that. I was doing YouTube off of an iPad 3. Like That's not that. I mean, oh wait, did iMovie even exist for that? Uh, iMovie did exist. iMovie did exist for that, but I didn't actually even edit, nor did mm. I have a tripod. So <laughs> the video. <laughs> So you can imagine just how good the video was. <laughs> yep, I'm pretty sure <laughs> it wasn't exactly the greatest. <laughs> yeah. And funny enough, my one of my most my third most popular video on my channel is about my iPad third generation. I did a review on it three years ago. Mm -hmm. I started doing tech videos in December 2018. Because I tried doing some YouTube videos back in July, to, back in the summer of 2018, but failed. Because mm. I had to re-remember how to do YouTube video. But one of the videos, which almost was my first tech video, was actually back sometime in the summer of upgrading the RAM in my white 2009 MacBook. You had one of those? Yeah, I actually have a whole video... I actually have a whole more recent video on it, on it, retrospecting it, and it, and it currently runs Mac, Mac OS Leopard, cause you have to have an extra, cause I was going to try to update it a few years back, but I did not, after I upgraded the RAM, which I did, but I did not realize that you couldn't just go into the software update section back then to get software updates like you actually had to have an external disk which I don't have obviously so oh yeah CDs so I, mean, I actually is which which one's newer is Snow Leopard newer or Lion uh I think Snow Lion's Leopard newer. is older okay I thought so yeah so actually it should have been available on the app store Oh wait, but then again, Apple doesn't keep them up there for that long. Also, the apps, the Mac App Store didn't exist until Snow Leopard. Yeah, that's when they brought that out, and that's when they started carrying software updates that way. Because I do recall, Snow Leopard was, I think, the last one where you had to go buy CDs to install the software. Yeah. So. When I originally got my 2010 Mac Pro, it was running Snow Leopard. Yet then I upgraded to El Capitan, which I used for school. And then I upgraded to High Sierra just to get newer stuff on. Just to where I could have some newer software on it. But it then got to be really slow because the battery on it stopped working. Mm. So I just replaced the battery in it recently and I upgraded the RAM in it. But but I that but now my computer isn't detecting. But now it isn't detecting the RAM, so I have to figure out a workaround around that. So I have to hmm. figure out how to get that fixed. And you're sure it's not just loose or something? Uh, I don't know. I have to go inside and inspect it. Yeah, I, I think if it's not detecting it first, actually check, make sure that it's in there. Because, oh, I've watched Linus Tech Tips um, Secret Shopper Series, Episode 3, where they did a... They tested all of these different companies' tech support, and the test was 
fixing a stick of RAM that came loose during shipping. And what their sec, uh, their season two version of it, they pulled out all the sticks of memory so that way the computers wouldn't even turn on. So yeah, if it's not detecting it, maybe it got loose or something. And this is a laptop, which means it gets shaken and yeah, stuff like that. My so. goal, if I can't get my 2012 MacBook Pro working, my goal is to maybe use my 2010 MacBook Pro and put it on Catalina or my Catalina with a patcher and put the SSD in that to where I can get a work to where I can use that for video editing. I do have to warn you one thing if you actually decide to do that. So, um, it was about a was it a year ago or two years ago? Two years ago. Two years ago, I put this very MacBook that we're doing this call on right now on the macOS Catalina patcher. I've never made a video about this. I talked about away, oh but I deleted those episodes. But yeah, I basically put my MacBook on the Catalina, and in that. Well, because now I could run newer versions of software because, hey, I'm running macOS Catalina. Um, I've updated iMovie, and after I did that, it, it stopped working. I could not get a visual in that display. Yeah, I, yeah again, again, I'm sure, the, I'm sure there would have to be a fix to that somewhere because somebody would... There's probably a fix to that somewhere because somebody would have to... There's probably a fix to that somewhere. Oh, yeah. The way I have actually fixed that, I mean, well, while I still had this, I ended up changing it back to High Sierra. But with my iMac, because that's still running Catalina, how did I get the editor to work on that? All I did was I copied the iMovie application on the MacBook to a flash drive and ported it over that way. Yeah, okay. I'll, yeah, okay, when I try... <laughs> When I get that all situated on my, t if I do that on my 2010 MacBook Pro, I will definitely do that. Yeah, definitely keep an older version of iMovie around for, in case that happens, because I have tried updating it to the latest version in the past and have been very unsuccessful in it actually working. Yeah, so, yeah, again, I can just set it on my phone so it isn't that big of a deal, but if I... But my goal is to try to get my 2012 MacBook Pro working, but it's currently stuck on the progress bar. Mm. So. Yeah, I guess. What is your second question? Um, alright. I gotta remember exactly all the questions. And unfortunately, I deleted that list of notes. <laughs> that that does not help. Well, at least this podcast, at least this re recording can be a little bit different. Oh, yeah, because we, we've talked about some things now. Um, oh, I remember one of the first questions I've had. How many cats do you have? Did you count within that week's time? <laughs> no, I did not. I do actually have a list saved on, my, saved on my iPad, but I do. But I would have to go through that whole list. Mm. <laughs> yep, and in case you guys don't watch him, he's got a lot of cats. He's got a lot of them. How, how do you know I have lots of cats? Well, you have a lot of interruptions where a cat steps in, and then you do post a lot of stories about him on Twitter. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do the same to my Instagram. So, yeah, I and guess it's I actually, not that hard to figure out that you have a lot of cats. 
my grandmother's cat Winston. I actually did a little. I actually did a little post about. I actually did a small reel of Winston Instagram reel, which is like YouTube Shorts except or TikToks except for Instagram, to where I did the to where I posted an Instagram reel of Winston rolling around in his little bucket on his cat tree, <laughs> and that and that got and that got like two and that has like over many thousands of views or something on it. <laughs> Hang on, I have to let a cat into my room. <laughs> yep, speaking of cats. <laughs> my big yellow cat Orangey has decided to join in on the podcast. <laughs> or actually, I think he was just hungry. <laughs> yep, there's one of the many cats he has. So still no update on that, but oh well. One of these days might find out. Um, next question, since now that we got the cat question out of the way. Um, how is it you got into Apple products? Well, I actually, my mom had her first, uh, my mom got her first iPad for Christmas after 2010, for Christmas 2010 after seeing it on TV and she decided to go ahead and get get it and then later on I t I stole it from her but she let me keep it. <laughs> that specific I've had one has unfor unfortunately died November 2013. Mm. It was likely a battery issue but the iPad one that you see sometimes in my videos which works that was actually the first ever device that I officially start when I officially started collecting vintage mm. Apple products back in February 2019. Yeah, I have an original iPad as well. Um, actually, this particular one is the cellular variant. It has a 3G SIM card tray on it. Yeah, there's a... Yeah, I do have... I do have another working iPad 1 that, that's in terrible condition. I think I, I've been planning on selling for a few months now, but uh, I have not gotten around to that yet. Hmm. I know mine works because when I plug it plug it into its 30-pin connector, just, I, I just keep getting a boot loop of the Apple logo appearing. And I know it has something to do with the battery. I looked it up. It's got something to do with the battery being shot. So whenever I try to turn it on without the cable, it it stays black. And when I plug it in, I just keep getting a boot loop of Apple logos. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, once it's easy enough to fix, you can act. Once it's easy enough to fix, you can actually. One thing that you might actually have fun doing is jailbreaking your the iPad one because you can actually do that very easily for the first gen iPad. Hmm. And then you can, and then there have, then they have all sorts of cool tweaks that you can install, such as tweaks to fix YouTube, the App Store. Oh yeah, I definitely need to do that, especially with my current iPad 4, I can barely do anything with it other than, I mean, YouTube still works, but not, I don't have every feature, like, since now I have YouTube Premium, I don't have picture-in-picture, -picture, but then again, that's because it's stuck on iOS 10. Um, what other things? Background play? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, I'm missing out on the shorts or something. I'm yeah. not exactly into that, but yeah. yeah, it's not the latest version of YouTube. Yeah, the iPad... 
yeah, if you want to get app support fixed, you can, uh, if you want to fix app support, you have to, you would have to down, you would have to bust out your old Windows 7 PC or, in order to actually do this, but you can downgrade to iOS 8, and then you can use a tool with the same tool that you'll need in order to jailbreak it on iOS 10 to get it down to iOS 8, called 3U Tools to jailbreak it and then install a cool feature called AppSync, which means that you don't have to have previously purchased the app. Mm. Yep. Yep, I considered doing that. Though I think something else I might do is just get myself a new iPad altogether. Because, I mean, it's an iPad 4. Kind of old. Yeah, my it's... iPad my iPad 4, unfortunately, is a dead man. So, I can't really... Oh, do... so the display doesn't even work. What? Wait, Nand, wait, that's... Nand is a... No, Nand means the motherboard is completely dead. Oh, it's something on the... I thought that was the display chip. Nope, that was something different. Yeah. Yep, it, I had a brain fart. <laughs> yeah, it makes. And my big yellow orangey is trying to interrupt my podcast right now. <laughs> so I'm trying to keep him from appearing on camera. Oh, it's fine if he comes on camera. Unless you don't want my cat, or not my cat, your cat on my channel. <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm okay with it because I'm okay with it, but <laughs> I just don't want him to show his butt on camera. Oh yeah, that we don't need. <laughs> That we don't need. Yeah, I've never... That actually happened once on a Zoom call to where one of my other cats, Be Beatrice, she is the gray and white cat that sometimes appears in my videos. She once actually showed her butt to the camera when I was on a Zoom call back in sixth grade. Oh, jeez. How did that, that go over? My, my, I was in social studies at the time. My social studies teacher, as soon as he realized what was going on, he took time out to interrupt class and say, and this is why dogs are better than cats, because dogs have better manners. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I suppose he's kind of got a point. Yeah, he... Yeah, he does have a point. Mm -hmm. What is the next question you are going to ask me? Alright, um, hmm. Those were the top three I can think of right now. Um, do you have any questions for me at this point? Uh. <laughs> yes, Orangey just meowed, but no, I don't have any questions for you be at this point. All right. Um, I had a bunch of topic ideas in, listed in my head, but um, now I happen to have forgotten them. Orangey has some topics, but unfortunately we can't, we can't, he can't speak English, so. Yeah. Then again, oftentimes I like to think I can't speak English either. He can speak cat just fine, though. Yep. Very fluently, too. <laughs> okay, so, um... Hmm. I had it... I'm trying to think of how to word it. I had a good topic. 
idea in my head, I just can't figure out how to ask it. So that way it's not too... I'm trying to think of a topic that we can take a while to discuss, since that's what the podcast is about. It's taking time to actually speak and discuss and throw ideas out. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I like to say I'm a professional podcaster. You know, I guess, you know, here's an interesting question I have. Have you ever thought about podcasting before? Uh, I have actually. I did actually consider it once before, but I don't... But I don't have enough to talk about for that long, and and I don't think my parents would be too comfortable if I had many guests on, so... <laughs> yeah, I suppose having a podcast partner really helps. Yeah, I'm lucky enough that I have my co-host, Salt Pepper, who is not here this week. And that's because we have a guest on for this week, but... Yeah, I suppose having a co-host would be rather nice. Yeah, the yeah, you're actually the second guest on this podcast. I don't know if you've seen the other episodes before, but I believe the first was Andrew yeah. Erickson. Yeah, Talos of Tech. Yeah. You know, I guess here's an interesting question that even I haven't even talked about much myself. Um... What type of channels are you subscribed to? Because I could probably talk about the channels I'm subscribed to myself. Yeah. Well, usually I'm I'm mostly just as, I'm just subscribed to tech channels, specifically channels that focus on legacy Apple devices or just really innovative tech. Hmm. Yeah. As far as what's in my subscription feed, um, it's a bit of a mix between. A lot of Apple channels, obviously, um, but also I'm into cars as well. In fact, that's actually one of the things that actually got me into YouTube in the first place. But I mean, you, you've told uh, your story on how you get onto YouTube. I guess I could tell mine again, or actually, I don't think I ever told it on the podcast. I just told how I got into Apple, but um, and crap, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, let me think here. So... I'm subscribed to a bunch of tech channels. I got a few car channels I'm subscribed to as well. A few other miscellaneous for friends that friends that I like to support as well. You being one of them. <laughs> I'm um, subscribed to my second channel. Oh, I haven't done that yet. I keep forgetting to do it. I should. I really should. Um, so yeah, that's primarily what's in my subscription feed. <clears throat> So, yeah, I don't know if you'd be interested to hear the story of how I got into YouTube and where I'm at as of right now, but I guess I could explain it if you don't mind. Yeah, I am interested. All right, so, um, it all started back, um, fifth grade. How many years ago was that? Too many years ago. I can't remember. It was back when I originally had my Windows XP tower, and... I originally got introduced to YouTube by my neighbor. That's essentially how I discovered it. I am very slow when it comes to getting hip with trends and all that. And YouTube was obviously big with that at the time. But um, so I had my neighbor introduce me into YouTube and I started watching a lot of it myself. Hmm, I'm really enjoying this. And it was a lot of ASDF movies. That's what I was watching as a kid. 
I don't watch that anymore because now I think it's kind of cringy and dumb, but that's just me. Um, so the biggest thing that I really liked about YouTube was how these practically nobodies on the internet are just able to take a camera, edit it in a edit it on their computers and upload it to this platform. I thought that was pretty cool. So using originally Windows Movie Maker on my XP tower, that was my introduction into video editing. I've started editing. I never posted those videos because they were so dumb, <laughs> but I started editing some of my own little fun videos that I thought were fun at the time, though it would not be YouTube worthy because actually a lot of the music I included in that was copyrighted music. <laughs> so I can't even post that anyways. Yeah. One thing that I think that you should, you could actually do is that you could re-edit it to not have copyright music. Copyright. I lost all of them. Um, what I stored them all on an external hard drive and the hard drive died. Oh man. So I lost all of that. Yeah. So there goes those memories, but um, yeah, that's how I started, got started into editing. And the type of content that I was making most videos about, I was really into cars at the time, and I still am now, but not as much as I'll say I was like about five years ago. Yeah. But I was really into cars at the time, so I made a lot of videos where I download a picture of a car and just point the camera at my screen and talk about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> the dumb videos that we make when we first start. Yeah, my car. Yeah, car. Yeah, I, gen I generally, I'm a little more inch. Yeah, though, my grandfather really loved cars. In fact, he worked in the car making production industry. And my dad also really likes cars, but, and so does my aunt. But my, but I am overall, I am overall not as interested in cars, but I do, I'm more generally interested in just other types. I, I'm, I watch your drive channel, so I'm interested in cars a little, but not, but not to a great extent. Yeah. But. Yeah, that's what I thought. But, um, so that, I used to be very into cars and what got, actually got me into being the tech obsessed person that I am today, because you may have noticed, but a lot of my skits involve a lot of talking about tech in them. I just can't avoid it somehow. Um, uh, that all started when I thought, you know what? If these random nobodies can actually make content like this on the internet, why can't I be one of those random nobodies that makes content on the internet as well? So, um, in doing that, um, I decided to learn more about phones because, phones specifically because that's what we I use as my cameras. They're so convenient, and the cameras on today's phones, especially, they are so amazing. Yeah. <laughs> my mom. Yeah, my mom. Yeah, yeah, I have a few relatives who still, who still, yeah, I actually, yeah, I actually have a few relatives who still, I actually, my, one of my great aunts actually still uses one of those throwaway cameras. Oh, really? Yeah, at least she did last year. I'm not sure about, I'm not sure about now. Yeah, I've, I've used them before, but that's because I wasn't allowed to, actually, I didn't have a phone at the time, but all I did was pictures, but. Anyway, uh, yep, so, um, I was getting into smartphones because I was looking for a better camera because all I had was my USB camera that was attached to my, 
it was a USB webcam attached to my desktop. And obviously that's not very convenient to use, especially if you want to make, I wanted to make videos about cars at the time. And well, you can't necessarily fit a car on the inside of a house, but you can't take a USB webcam outside either. So I, I know. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that was how I started to actually begin caring about smartphones. So, okay. I care about smartphones now. Which one, which side do I care about? And for a long, the longest time, I was at war. I could not decide between Samsung or Apple. And that's because, well, let's... let's, say, let's just say most of my family is Samsung biased. And that's because both my parents use Samsung. Bo both my grandparents use Samsung. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the time, one of my aunts was using Samsung. She is switched to iPhone since then, but... Um, and then I just knew the iPhone was, I knew the iPhone was another option because who doesn't know what the iPhone is at this point? Yeah. So for the longest time, I've been in heavy debate between either the Samsung or the iPhone. And I believe that it was the S7 that was out at the time and the iPhone S7. Yeah, the iPhone 7 came out at that time too. I was originally leaning on Samsung for the most part because A, I know it's kind of a, petty complaint, but I did not like, and I still don't like, how the home button iPhones, it's just a home button and there's two missed opportunities on both sides of that either white or black blank space there. Yeah, I that, did not like that. Yeah, now all they say there's no such thing as home buttons. Yeah, well, I'm grateful that they got rid of that because I did not like it. I viewed it as a really big waste of space. While Samsung, they still had a physical home button at the time, but they also put touch capacitive back and recents buttons beside it. Yeah. That was something that I liked. And then because at the time, iPhone 7, that's when they ditched the headphone jack, and I'm a big music listener. I was a bit upset that the iPhone ditched the headphone jack. Yeah, I still... 
Yeah, I'm still in hot entirely. I still think that phone should bring the headphone bad jack back. But I honestly don't think they're ever going to at this point. Yeah. Oh, did you see my recent tweet last night? Yes, I did. I <laughs> did see so that funny. recent tweet. <laughs> that was so funny. For context, guys. So basically last night, uh, my dad is trying to watch a video on his laptop. However, uh, his phone right now is also has no headphone jack. It's a Samsung Galaxy S20 FE. That doesn't have a headphone jack, so he needs a USB-C to headphone jack dongle. However, his laptop is, well, it has four Thunderbolt ports, an SD card slot, and a headphone jack. More on that in a sec, but because USB-C on his laptop, USB-C on his phone, somehow he managed to forget that his laptop had a headphone jack, and he spent five minutes digging for his dongle, <laughs> only to plug it in directly next to the headphone jack. <laughs> Yeah, he makes fun of me all the time because I tried to read signs. I'm... Burger King, home of the Whopper. You know that? Yes. I read it as Burger King, home of... Oh, gosh. Home of the Whooper. <laughs> yeah, I've never... <laughs> he makes fun of me for that all the time. So now I finally have something to make fun of. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, my dad isn't the most techie. My dad is the most techie person either. Free has lots of trouble. Free's had Free's had trouble with Google Docs in the past, Windows, mm. and he has f issues with two-factor authentication. Oh, my dad hates that so much. I I honestly don't like two-factor authentication either because it's not more because it isn't actually more secure. Because scammers have found a way to get around that. Oh, yeah. And actually, from what I've discovered, for Google accounts, which obviously every YouTuber has, because you need a Gmail in order to use YouTube, um, Google accounts, if you have, you use mostly Apple devices, but you happen to have your account signed in on an Android, like, this is probably more common with tech channels, tech-focused channels, but if you have your account logged into an Android device, even though you use all these Apple devices, whenever two-factor authentication comes up, it automatically defaults to that one Android device, even if it's an Android tablet that you rarely ever touch. <laughs> Not convenient. Yeah, I can understand. I can really, I can understand that, Goat, though, because Android is owned by Google, so I mean, of course it's going to default to that. Yeah, it is so annoying how it does that. But yeah, that was so funny. I The way I pointed out to him, so you spent five minutes digging for a dongle when you could have just plugged your headphones into the headphone jack right next to where you plugged them in. It's like, what are you talking about? My laptop doesn't have a headphone jack. Then I ask him, then what's this hole on the side of it? I don't know what he thought that was because he knew that was there, but he's like, wait, that's a headphone jack? Yeah, my, my dad, yeah, my dad used to think that I was showing my when I was showing my dad the M1 iPad Pro at Best Buy a few months back. He said he said that it when I told him that he could use dongles to, because all of his flash most of his flash drives are USB A. So I told him that he could get a dongle for dongle for he for the USB C to USB A to where they could work on the iPad Pro, and he was like, 
And he was like, and he was like, what? Because he thought that the only head dongles that existed were from light, were for lightning to headphone jacks. Mm. Yeah, there's so many adapters for so many things. Even there's so many because there are so many adapters for so many different standards. I've discovered how. Um, <laughs> Everyone essentially uses a dongle for everything now, and which kind of, uh, I'm not even Englishing right now. Basically, we've had USB-C out for a while, and because at first, well, we didn't exactly have USB-C anything, we had to use USB-C dongles for so many things. Well, now USB-C is quite commonplace, and like the most common example I can think of, I mean, SD card is a different story, but um, HDMI. USB-C to HDMI. People will still go out and buy USB-C to HDMI dongles to plug in HDMI cables when the solution is buy a USB-C to HDMI cord. Yeah. Yeah, like that's the most... Yeah, like I... Yeah. And people my... still don't do this. <laughs> it, it boggles my mind, actually. Yeah, my mom... Yeah, my mom, my mom and her friend, because they both have newer MacBook Pros, they both think that, they both think that you have to use dongles for everything, even though I've told them that USB-C is a superior port, they still think they have to use dongles for everything. Yeah, the thing like, is, now that it's been out, and now that's been out for quite some time, and there are these cables that have, I don't know many cables that do not have a USB-C end on them anymore. Yeah, so, yeah, my mom, yeah, they still think that, they, they still think that Apple is just trying to inconvenience, they thought that Apple is just trying to inconvenience them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it drives me nuts how most people don't understand it. Even my dad gets the point, which kind of surprises me. I told him, I mean, he was a bit surprised when he got his laptop that it was USB-C everything, aside from the SD card slot and headphone jack. Yeah. But I told him about this whole concept, and because they're Thunderbolt ports on his laptop, he absolutely loves how, with one single port, he can plug in his two monitors, his USB strip, because he plugs in, like, so many flash, so many flash drives into his laptop. There's a specific reason for that that I know but can't explain. Um... He's also got some other weird peripheral and network. He can plug all of these things into his laptop with just one connection. Yeah, that's cr That is really, yeah, that's really mind blowing. He loves that and he hates Apple. <laughs> yeah, most of my family, yeah, most of my, most of my, me, my, my whole entire immediate family, most of my extended family uses Apple, uses iPhones, and sometimes iPads, but most of my immediate and extended families both use Windows. Mm. Like, I'm actually one of the first people in my family to, to ever get a Mac, yeah. yeah. I'm the first person in my immediate family to actually get a Mac, and, uh, and my mom is the only other one who has gotten who has a Mac, because my so dad... So what swayed her over? What? What swayed her over? Well, she, want, she wanted to start editing videos, so she thought a Mac would be better for that than her PC. 
My dad, my dad has considered going to Mac in the past, but for cost reasons, he hasn't yet. And he just got a brand new laptop, a brand new, really nice ThinkPad. Mm. But he did not buy. But my mom, my mom didn't consider has considered switching to macOS for many years, but she hasn't. But she hasn't yet due cost reasons. Yeah, it kind of sucks how for the longest time, I mean. Now, depending on which end of the spectrum you're at, um, now it's much more cost effective because I guess the biggest reason why people couldn't justify the value of a Mac, them being so expensive, is because everybody here, so you can buy a much better performing Windows PC for the same money. Yeah, I can... Uh... Yeah, I can understand that, and my aunt still, my aunt actually has, has to use a PC for her work, but she, but for personal reasons, she still has not been, I still have not been able to swear to buy a Mac, and. Yeah, I actually have to use a PC for, thank God it's not Windows 10, it's Windows 7, thank God, but yeah, I still have to use Windows for work, and that's because the applications we use, they are Windows specific. Yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I'm still able to use Windows 7 just fine on my de desktop. The, in fact, just recently it came up on my mom's Facebook memories of the 10-year anniversary of when we got the desktop. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's actually, yeah, like it's actually, it's a legitimately old Windows desktop. But yeah, it's a, yeah, the only thing that lags in really is video chatting, but that's really... And uh, downloading things, it, like whenever I do a downgrade tutorial with my Windows 10, with well, Windows 7 desktop, it is a big pain to have to wait for everything to download. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> in case you've ever seen a downgrade tutorial before, you know how much stuff is required because you have to run, because you have to have all these tools to run exploits. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, wow, got, somehow, despite that we usually don't spend a lot of time talking about the subjects in this episode, managed to go wildly off topic again. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay, so I'm not done explaining how I got to where I am now, so, um, I was left off, I left off at the debate between Apple and Samsung, which way would I go? So at first, I was heavily leaning Samsung because of those two reasons that I just discussed. Lack of headphone jack on the iPhone, because they got rid of that, and the button layout on. I know they're kind of small things, but to me, these were big things. And this was because I didn't understand phones that well back then. Then time passed. <laughs> and within that time, before 2017's iPhone X, um, within that time, the Galaxy S8 came out, and there was one thing about it that just really annoyed me. Now, it was a good-looking phone, especially for 2017. That was one good-looking phone, the S8. And that was before the iPhone X came out. But there was one thing about it that I had learned from years ago with one of my tablets. It's navigation buttons. It was an Amazon tablet. Its navigation is touchscreen buttons. I discovered how much I really hated those. And the biggest reason for that is because um, 
it, it's basically a menu. You first have to swipe out if you're in full screen apps or whatever. You have to swipe this menu out and then tap the button. But because back then Android tablets were, well, not very well performing, um, whenever I swipe out to pull the navigation tray, whatever it is, by the time that I think, okay, I tried to swipe, but it didn't register. So I swipe again. As soon as I swipe again, it already pops out and then it goes right back into hiding. Yeah. So I just did not like that, how I have to swipe for this tray of navigation buttons. And unfortunately, Samsung had switched to that and I did not like that. Yeah, I didn't like... Yeah, on my yeah, on my Kindle Fires today, it's still like that, which irritates me because I would because I would much rather see them just go all bezel, just go bezelless, or just add a home button. Yeah, I've absolutely hated how Amazon tablets. I mean, some other Android tablets are kind of the same way, depending on what specs are in them. But yeah, I did not like how they switched to that, and that turned me off. And Made me originally decide to think, okay, well, I just won't get the new S8, even though it looks good. Except, and, okay, I guess another quick story I could tell. Before the iPhone 10 came out, this was like a few months, this was like a few months before Apple even announced it. And no, I did not follow the leaks. I had no idea, I had no interest in smartphone leaks at the time. I just had a dream. You know what? What would be my perfect smartphone? Because I'm constantly in this war of Apple or Samsung. And I know you can think I'm a liar about this. Even you guys on YouTube, you can think I'm lying, but this is, I'm just telling this because why not? I had a dream of my dream iPhone. It was completely all display. There was no chin or the, the, all the bezels and all that. It was symmetric, just like they are on the iPhone. Um, The way it would be controlled would be a gesture system. I know this is this is why it's sounding fake. Though I can get here's why it's not fake. The notch. I did not picture I was going to think of a notch on it, and that's because I knew you can't put the camera behind the screen, otherwise, well it's gonna Well, how are you supposed to get good looking selfies then? So I originally envisioned it where the speaker would be at the very top somewhere baked in the top bezel, and then only the camera would be in that notch, just like that. And then this phone would also have an in-display fingerprint scanner. This was before I discovered it. I had eczema. <clears throat> so that was the dream phone that I was thinking of. And then what do you know? Three months later, Apple releases the iPhone 10. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> maybe Apple, maybe Apple was reading your mind. That must have been the case. Yeah, there's two details that were not the same as the iPhone 10. For example, they had Face ID on that. I was thinking in-display fingerprint scanner. Yeah. And I did not think the notch would be as wide as it was. I thought it was just going to be wide enough to just accommodate a single camera. So aside from those two details, I'm like, holy crap. Did Apple just make my dream iPhone? Not dream iPhone. Just dream smartphone? <laughs> yeah, I can yeah, I can understand stand that mama yeah i can understand that really well really well but what was i gonna say yeah i can fun fact back when the iphone 8s and 10s were the current smartphones i this was back before i was hugely hugely into tech but i actually thought the 8 plus was better 
was the best out of all of them because I thought the A plus was the biggest overall. I in terms much. of physical form factor, yeah, the iPhone 8 was the biggest, yeah. but the 10 had a bigger display. Yeah, and, and I assume that meant display-wise, too, because I wasn't that much of an expert on tech specs at the time. And also, I wasn't sure how you would... I wasn't sure at the time how you'd go home, and I wasn't actually sure at the time how cases would work with it. And the reason why is because my mom bought the what was now my former main phone of an 8+. Plus back in December 2017, and because there weren't a lot of app support for the 10 at the time, she got the 8 Plus, so I was really confused. But I didn't actually see an iPhone 10 person until May 2018. Hmm, that's a bit. Um, I originally saw it December. One person at my church had gotten the iPhone 10 in December. That was my introduction to it. Yeah, I didn't see one in person at all of just anybody carrying it. I saw the 7 Plus, I think, in October. I first saw it in comparison. I think I saw my first 7, which I thought was a 6 Plus at the time. But no, it was a 7 Plus because my teacher at the time had got had gotten the new 7 Plus. So I saw a seven, first saw a 7 Plus in October. So that was a really big gap. And, you, and for the XS and XS Max, because those looked similar to the X, so I couldn't really tell. But I know I saw a X. I know I saw my first XR, I think, in January 2019. And I think I saw... And I know I saw a X or XS at Red Robin. I wasn't sure which it was. Though, mm. so, yeah, I thought that was kind of interesting. So as soon as I saw the iPhone X come out, I instantly knew which way I was going. <laughs> yeah. I... It's funny enough, because when I, as soon as I do, I first saw the iPhone 10 in a YouTube ad, actually at basketball practice, we were going over drills. We were studying some drills on YouTube before we hit the courts. And before the video of the drills came up, there was the iPhone 10 ad that came up and like, what's that? Because I don't follow the news and such like that. And then my basketball friends told me, that's the iPhone, that's the new iPhone 10. Or actually, they call it the new iPhone X, because that's what everyone still thinks it is, the iPhone X. Yeah. And then I, I went home that night, and I looked it up, iPhone X. <laughs> and watched, funny enough, Johnny Ives, the, the advertisement explaining the iPhone 10's features with Johnny Ive doing the explain explanation, that that does a good job explaining every change with that iPhone and one of the why it's such an amazing phone. I I watched that ad and I'm like, oh my god, this was a phone, this was the phone I was dreaming of. Well, almost because it had Face ID and well wider yeah. notch, but so cool. I thought that was so cool and yeah, that was what swayed me iPhone. I thought air power was actually really cool at the time. I thought so too. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I, yeah, I was really Yeah, I really thought air power was a good idea, and I still think Apple can manage to make it. And I still think Apple can manage to make air power work somehow. But yeah, I'd like to see something similar to it at some point. I know. I know Apple's obsession of constantly making things thin and light, even when maybe the products don't necessarily need to be thin, but 
That was the biggest reason why it had those thermal problems. I'm willing to bet it's just because it was so thin and yeah. compacting all these coils together. I had an idea. What if you tried to apply this concept, but instead of having this pad, just put it on like a table surface or in a desk? Yeah. Other than just better make sure that it they're decently spaced out so you don't start a fire on the desk. But Yeah, one thing I was... Uh... Yeah, I thought air power. Yeah, I still. Yeah, I think air power is a good idea, and I still think that could work if Apple decided to make it try and make it work. And I mean, they sort of did return it with the apps Apple MagSafe Duo, which is very yeah. In a sense, it's not the exact same, but it's similar. Yeah. It, it has the concept of being able to charge an iPhone and an Apple Watch. Well, yeah, and I guess AirPods too, but. Yeah. Many, many other stands, types of stands like that, that can charge an iPhone, Apple Watch, and AirPods. I've actually thought of... Okay, so I've mentioned this before. I work in a machine shop that machines metals. I thought about actually designing a custom charging stand, one of my own custom charging stands, for wirelessly charging an iPhone, AirPods, Apple Watch... I thought of maybe adding something else to it, but not entirely sure what else I could add. Um, somehow I'll put my random alpha branding on it and sell it as either a merch or just another, just another thing to throw out on the market. Yeah, that. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah, that would actually be pretty. Yeah, I actually have one of those that's made by a different brand, but I cur. That I'm using as I get up out of bed every morning, but but I've decided not to because sometimes my phone has really low back. I realize that my phone has really low battery right before I go to bed, mm. and my Apple Watch obviously has a really crappy battery in it because it's a Series Five. Hmm, it's not so, that bad of a watch though. Yeah, the Series Five is a really good watch, but it has. But my mom my, my mom upgraded to Apple Watch Series Six for in Christmas of 2020 and gave me the, her old Series Five because she wanted better battery life, and it was not better. But yeah, funny enough, I, I don't think Apple has ever touched battery life on the Apple Watch. Yeah, but but isn't Series Zero bad? Because my mom and my dad both had Series Zeros. And oh boy, was the battery life bad on those to where nowadays you're, I, I do own an Apple Watch Series Zero, luckily that was my dad's, but I do, I'll probably do a retrospective video on that sometime. Mm. Or maybe even a switching to the Apple Watch Series Zero for a week challenge video. <laughs> oh, that'd be interesting. Yeah, because yeah. at least, because... Because the batteries on those were so, so unreliable that they would completely die out to where nowadays it's pretty, you're pretty lucky to find a Series Zero at a reasonable price. Yeah, especially if it's the, is it 18 karat or 24 karat gold? I, either of the two. The, the gold, very expensive Apple Watch. <laughs> Bet those are really hard to find. Yeah, though. Yeah, those would be really neat to find. Yeah, that, yeah. If I did switch to Series Zero for a week, at least I'd have a more masculine color because my Apple Watch, current Apple Watch, is gold. Hmm. I like gold though. Yeah, me too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've actually decided 
um, for my birthday in this summer, um, I'm going to treat myself, get myself the Apple Watch Series 7. Uh, by that point, though, you might as well just wait until Series 8 comes out. Well, the thing is, I don't do much with the watch other than check the time and such, and the Series 8 seems... The, the biggest thing that I'm concerned about is right now there's that blue color and I really don't want to lose that because with the iPhone XR, they had an awesome blue, even though I never got the XR, but... Yeah, and then they got awesome. rid of it. I'm just scared that they have this awesome color, especially with the iPhone 12. So they had the awesome Pacific blue. Now it's a... this. I don't think the Sierra blue lives up to the Pacific blue. I think, I think the Sierra blue, blue is better. better. Yeah, I think Pacific Blue is better, so... The biggest concern I have is when they release a color of something that I really like, whenever I hear they're going to update it or something, well, that means they could possibly get rid of that color, and that's the biggest thing I'm afraid of. I don't want them to get rid of that blue, because it's my favorite color, so... And now but that's, that's the biggest reason why I feel like getting the Series 7. It's just in case the Series 8 ditches it. Yeah, I can... Uh, yeah, I'm... Yeah... Yeah, I can understand that though, though my, because with the iPhone 5C, Apple ditched the colors until the 10R after that. Yeah. So that's basically why I feel like okay, I'm not interested in the Series 8 that much, especially since wow, what can you really change about the Apple Watch? Because it, it seems like it's peaked such a long time ago. Yeah, I can. Uh... Well, one thing that I can understand is that maybe giving it a flexible screen might actually change it a little. But I also thought about them. But I've also considered that. Well, I think Apple should also make a tracker. Because, like, it's just a cheaper tracker for the for people who can't afford an expensive Apple Watch. What they really should do is get rid of the Series 3 and bring the SE to that price. Yes, exactly. The Series 3. The Series 3 is really old. I know. Every person I've talked to and every single channel I watch, ev no one, no one sees any reason why we should keep the Series 3 in the my, lineup. My mom is the only person who understands because the Series 3 had amazing battery life, but why not just bring it to the <laughs> modern Apple Watches? I know. <laughs> It is so ridiculous. Oh, and what I even made sure I brought this up in the do not buy these Apple products video. I made sure I brought up this question. Well, it's the cheapest watch. What if I just want to get the cheapest watch? That is such a terrible value. Seriously, just spend the extra $80. You're getting a lot more things for your money. Trust yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. Like the reason why the five C was a sort of sort of a failure was because it was only a hundred dollars cheaper than the five S. Because and it didn't and the five C wound up just having la the previous iPhone five chip in it, and just wasn't that great. It wasn't all that exciting except for the colors and a plastic yeah, bag. Yeah, as far as I know, that was the only exciting thing about the five C. Yeah. But even fact, at the time, I probably wouldn't be able to justify saving $100 for that thing. I probably would have spent the extra $100 and got the 5S. Yeah, the 5C at the time also had... I actually mained a 5C for a little 
between April and August 2019 that uh, that is blue. I still have it today. But guess how much storage it had on it? Not a lot. Eight gigabytes. Oh, that's half what I have in mine. <laughs> yes, I have. Yes, my 5C my has 16 gigs. And my other 5C is also 8 gigabytes, but luckily it runs on. But my other white 5C runs iOS 8, so that makes up for. Oh, yeah, I suppose. But wow. Oh, geez. Yeah, I, yeah, I just get the 5S. Yeah, I got the. Well, the 5C didn't come in 8 gigabytes when it was first released, but in 2014 or 2015, they dropped the price of it to make it free with a contract. That was the last phone that they did that with. Hmm. And it, uh, and 8 gigabytes wasn't even in enough storage for anybody even at the time. Yeah, I would agree. I've actually, um, actually Salt Pepper has this phone now. Um, one of my teachers had upgraded to switch from Samsung to an iPhone. She had a very cheap, like it had to be less than a hundred dollars Samsung Galaxy Amp 2. It was a very cheap budget phone and that had eight gigs of storage in it. I tried to do stuff on it, except as soon as I download an app, I'd run out of storage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. These, yeah. Eight gigabytes of store. Yeah. Even a. Yeah, like my mom, like my dad got my got my mom the iPhone five back when it was brand new and it was a sixteen gigabyte unit. But my mom, because her previous four was thirty two gigabytes and the five was only sixteen gigabytes, she got the new five S and thirty two or sixty four gigabytes. Not well as soon as the five S came out. Yeah, I would have done the same because oh geez, that's not that is not good. Yeah, and my and my grandma actually had a 16 gigabyte store, and my grandma obviously had lots of storage problems with her 16 gigabyte 5s. And because I wasn't recording YouTube videos at the time with with my with my 5 5s when it was became my main phone, luckily 16 gigabytes was actually enough. But. Yeah, I've discovered I can just barely make 16 gigs work. I have enough to store the operating system, my contacts, um, and basically my I need to have applications. I was able to get by with 16, but it was barely by any amount. <laughs> like, I could not take videos, I could not take pictures. Yeah, my aunt actually had to use a 16 gigabyte 5S all the way until last March. Oh, jeez! And it had a really terrible, and it, well, I mean, she still has it. It had a really, really terrible battery in it, too. Oh. Which made it even worse. Oh, jeez, that feels so painful. And, and my 5S, even when my grandmother was still using it, it it not only had a bad battery, a sort of bad battery in it, the life was a little better, but it, but it was also throttling a little bit. But it's also throttling a little bit. Hmm. Because that, so I think now it's not that much of an emergency for me to get my 5S battery replaced, or else I would have done it a long time ago. Oh, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, if I were actually to replace the battery in my 5C, I'd have to do it myself because as I discovered, the repair shop up here is not very... 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Reliable. Three times I walked into this into that store. Three times I got my iPhone handed back to me broken. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I don't understand why. Yeah, people still... Yeah, I... Yeah, I'm actually considering getting my iPad 7th generation fixed. Fixed by a third-party store. But because I Please be careful, because that's exactly what I did. And I... I ended up getting my device back broken... Handed back to me broken every single time. Yeah, yeah, I'm go. I'm going to a pretty reputable store this time around. All right, that's good. Yeah, be careful, please. In fact, um, another story. I don't know if if it made it on the podcast before. Salt Pepper, he's had a repair experience before, and from my guess, due to the way it was repaired, it resulted in his MacBook dying like a few months later. Completely. Completely. All, I, it was originally for a battery replacement. His battery had degraded so much to the point where the second you hit 60%, you're, you're done. So he took it to some third-party shop somewhere in... Yeah, he took a vacation to San Francisco. He took it to some third-party repair shop. And a few months later, it just quit. Yeah. Was it that same MacBook that was in the Mac OS Sierra versus Windows 7 video? Yep, the very same one. Oh man, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mac Pro batteries, especially in the older ones, aren't very hard to replace. In fact, oh yeah, Mac Pro repairs and upgrades on the Unibody ones are really easy to do. I like to think of the Unibody MacBook Pro actually as the last user-friendly upgradable laptop. You could technically say the Retina is the last user-upgradable one because it had the M.2 SSD slot or whatever. But honestly, that was pretty much it. Yeah, but my, my orangey is currently trying to d- dig under covers <laughs> on my bed right now. And the gray cat that you've seen sometime, that you've probably seen appear on this podcast before and sometimes in my videos, Stormy is actually his brother. Hmm. And another, and their other brother is Shuggy. He. He is actually my flame point Siamese that I post about hmm. sometimes to Twitter and Instagram. So they're all brothers. In fact, they were born right under my bed. <laughs> I guess I can see why they enjoy your bed. <laughs> yeah, they were born. They were born under it because that was the safest place at the time. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, what were we talking about before we got derailed by your cats again? Um, I just forgot. (laughs) Well, we were talking about repair. Oh, yeah. You know, I guess maybe that's another subject we could talk about. Because, I mean, if I were to finish the rest of my 
how I got into tech story. It's basically iPhone 10 came out. I became iPhone fan. Um, Windows 10 sucks, became Mac OS fan and well, Apple ecosystem, etc. We all know how we got here now. <laughs> yeah. We, yeah. I have a, yeah, I've actually, tr when I was, t the 3GS box that you may see in my background, the f actual phone that I, that I took, a, that's in it, that was, goes with the box, unfortunately has an expanded battery in it, had an expanded Ooh. battery in it, so I had to take it out. And repairing a 3G and 3GS beyond the screen is nearly, is nearly impossible. Oh, Wow. Yeah, I've seen a expanded battery at, it was actually on a laptop on display at Walmart before. I just glanced by and like, something about that doesn't seem right. Look even deeper. Oh, the battery's swelling. What drove me nuts was I reported this issue to the staff up at the, the guy at the electronics center. And he's like, eh, it's not that big of a deal. Um, Yeah, it is a big deal. First of all, A, it's going to destroy the laptop and... B, it doesn't make the company that made that laptop look good. And C, that thing could potentially explode. Start a fire. Yeah, like I actually, like the fire, if you go back on my really old videos from early 2019, you'll also see my formal, my former Fire HD7, which I got for Christmas 2014, appear. And that appears sometimes, and though that thing is not. And that thing, the battery expanded in that too. Ooh, yeah, or those are those I, are kind I of scary to be honest. In, so I could do. So I just had to throw it away. Ooh, that sucks. I've had I had iPod Neo fourth generation that I got in a lot for Christmas that I had to throw away too due to that same expanding battery issue. Oh yeah, because it's soldered in, and I have to. And I can't solder or desolder. I have a rough idea of how to do it, but it is very rough. Yeah. And the reason why is because my grandpa, we worked on this project on my iMac. When I got the wireless card updated, there is a bug in the system where it decided it did not want to start if the Bluetooth was connected. So we designed a switch to hardwire turn on, turn off Bluetooth, and in designing that switch, we did some soldering. Yeah, that, yeah, soldering. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I, yeah, one of my great uncles used to be an electrician, so he probably, so he probably knew how to solder. Oh, yeah. And Stormy is now sitting behind my MacBook, so that's why <laughs> I seem a little closer. And Stormy's a pretty big cat, so... <laughs> Don't know if you can hear me, Stormy, but hi, Stormy. I'm sure <laughs> probably, I'm sure probably all the cats can hear you since they have actual better hearing than humans. Oh yeah, so many, so many animals have better human hearing than humans. So I'm actually, I'd say I'm above average too. In fact, I actually discovered I'm an audiophile. I have really, yeah, I have really good hearing too. But fun story when I was born, actually. I like to say, I never shared this on YouTube, actually. I think I have a messed up birth or something. I'm completely messed up because I was born an entire month early. Yeah, but I was born. Despite was... that, um, when they did the hearing test on me, I could hear perfectly fine. Yeah, that. 
I was born six weeks early. Ooh, that's worse than me. And the reason why was because my mom had high blood pressure that I unfortunately caused. Mm. So, so that was a class. So that was a classic case. That's a pretty classic issue. Mm. I was born early because my mom had toxemia. Yeah, fun. Fun fact, I actually have a second cousin who was born, who was born, I think, 14 weeks early. <laughs> I actually have a third cousin born the same day as me. In fact, we're 20 minutes apart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but my, yeah, but that, but that was because this, my first cousin once removed, well, one of them got very sick and so they had to take the baby out. Mm. Really early, so he has asthma now. Yeah, funny how we end up this way. Wow, we derailed that so fast. <laughs> yeah, if I'm, yeah, if I were actually born on time, I would have been born in May, which I, which I honestly now kind of regret now being born in May because my birthday is in March, meaning that if it was more closer to summer, to the summer. And that means that the more distance you have between Christmas, Christmas and your birthday to where they're about equidistant to each other. Mm. Because the one thing that sucks is that after, well, I guess Easter is sort of a present day, but after Easter, there's basically no more present days until Christmas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's Yeah, a, I'm lucky. I'm a July. Yeah. My grandma was I'm born in July. My grandma's birthday is in July, too, so. Hmm. Yep, I won't share the specific day of July, but I will say I was born in July. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, audio files. I'm trying to rewind a bit back. Um, mentioned I'm an audiophile. Uh, what did I talk about before that? Uh, I don't remember. Neither do I. Yeah, hearing, yeah good hearing is real... Yeah, good hearing does run in my family because my grandmother used to have because my grandmother used to have really good hearing. while she still does in one of her ears. Are they into music by any chance? Uh, no, I'm not. Hmm. Well, I'm at least into music. Very into music, actually. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not heavy. I'm working on trying to get the Beats channel back up and running. It's just. I discovered I can't do it on this laptop anymore. I couldn't, I had to go to this laptop originally because my iMac stopped being able to do it and now this thing has stopped being able to do it. Convenient. Uh, yeah, I can't can, figure out what to do with my $100 mic. Yeah, I can understand that kind of stuff. I can understand that kind of stuff happening. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mostly listen right. to music in the car, but I usually just listen to music in the car, so. Mm. All right, so um, how much more time do you want to spend? Because I still got a few things I'd like to talk about before wrapping this up. Uh, I mean, I guess since it's currently 1.02 p.m., I guess until I guess until I get hungry for lunch. All right. Um. So. Um. Oh, that was an important question that I completely forgot about. How is it that you've actually discovered me? Well, oh yeah, so I, I like to search up Apple Collection videos sometimes on YouTube. 
and I discovered your Apple Collection video, and afterwards I started watching your channel and thought, huh, this is interesting, so, but at the time I own, this was back in, I think, I think April, actually. Yeah, this was, this was before the April event. I remember I posted that in April. Yeah, so I remember discovering your channel back in April, so, but I don't, but until, like, around late April, early May, I wasn't really aware of that you had other channels, and now I'm subscribed to every one of your channels, except for <laughs> the Be except for the Beats channel. Yep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and pretty much the way I discovered you, I have a terrible way of discovering people I know. <laughs> it was pretty much when you subscribed, you mentioned that you had an Apple collection, and I was actually interested in checking that out. And that's when I, um, well, looked at your Apple collection. And I don't remember if I subscribed right away or not. Yeah, but... you didn't subscribe to me until October. Okay, yeah, so it was, wasn't right away, but I did pay attention to your videos, I'll say that. Yeah, you followed me on Twitter pretty quickly, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I remember I did. Yeah, you followed me on Twitter pretty quickly but yeah I'd, yeah I plan on doing an updated iPhone collection video soon but doing but or, or me and the only con of doing full Apple collection videos which I absolutely hate is that I'm probably gonna sell a few stuff some stuff before I actually do another Apple collection video because it is a nightmare to get everything charged up. Oh yeah. At the same time, especially considering when you're dealing with some legacy Apple devices that might not have good batteries in them, it's hard to get literally everything charged. Oh up. yeah. <laughs> especially when I think I have like four thirty-pin cables, one Apple Watch cable, and I think only one working, and only one fully functional Lightning cable, <laughs> and obviously I have MacBook cables too. So. Yeah, it's a little hard to get everything charged up. <laughs> yeah, I can I can see why. Most of the time, I, I don't even turn my stuff on. That's how I get by with that. Yeah, mm -hmm. I haven't. Yeah, I have. Yeah, my... I think I'll do another collection video in maybe April again, because by then I'll have my new 16-inch. I'm so excited for this Friday. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, by then, I'll definitely have the new 16-inch, and I guess I've only technically added two Apple products to my arsenal, which was the AirTag and my Magic Mouse. Yeah, I can under... Yeah, I haven't... Yeah, obviously... Obviously, obviously, you have a smaller Apple collection than I do. Then again, I think it's because I might buy more expensive... For the most part, buy more expensive things. Yeah, I generally buy cheaper stuff, and for my main devices, especially phones, I usually just rely on hand-me-downs from my parents and grandparents. It's cool that they have that many things, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I was lucky, mm -hmm. I was lucky enough to buy my iPhone 2G right when I did, because that... Cause that was all when they were all... when you can only get a crappy one for a reasonable price. So I got obviously my crappy 2G, which I ordered a replacement housing for. Hmm. So on Tuesday, if it arrives by Tuesday, that's what I plan on doing that week. That video on is replacing the housing. Mm -hmm. I'll definitely be watching that. I do have interest in that. Yeah, because I can't. And 
At this point, because it has a broken camera also, which I think is unfortunately a motherboard issue, you might think I should just buy another 2G, but they are not cheap. Yeah, they're not easy to find. I mean, finding um, at a okay, affordable price in working condition, yeah, that's... I'm so surprised this... I mean, but if you were try to use that today, it's really hard to use because, I mean, A, we are spoiled with the new features and updates that Apple has given, but... Yeah, you have to... <laughs> yeah, the only way it can even... 2G service has shut down, been shut down for a few years now. 3G service is now shut down. Yeah, you can... Yeah, you can... You, the only way it can get some internet services somewhat working is through jailbreak tweaks. Luckily, jailbreaking mm. old phones like that is really easy to do. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I plan on doing some legacy jailbreak tutorials soon for iOS 3, iOS 4, iOS 5, iOS... I, I did an iOS 6 Mac version, Mac tutorial, but I'm going to do an iOS 6 Windows tutorial. Hmm. Because most people have Windows, so... And my Mac tutorial doesn't help that many people. <laughs> then I'll obviously do set iOS 7 jailbreak tutorials. 8 jailbreak... One for Mac and one for Windows. iOS 8 jailbreak tutorial. 9, 10, and pop. And I might cover 12. I'm not... I might cover the... I might cover the uncover and check range jailbreaks, but I'm not sure. Hmm. Yeah. Actually, I've just thought about some videos that I'm going to be working on today as well. Um, I'm going to review my MacBook Pro because I've never actually done it yet. I'm actually going to make the review of this MacBook Pro. And actually, the way I've titled it, as I was scripting my talking points, <laughs> I just realized the majority of the stuff I have to talk about, most of them are negatives. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, which is funny because my 2010 MacBook Pro review for from a year ago, it's mostly positives. Yeah. And now I'd still get, and now it would be neutral. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, for those who are always enth so enthused about the upgradability, I can see the point of why they're interested in the unibody MacBook Pros. It's because they are the last upgradable MacBooks. But as I've discovered, after listing all of my talking points and them mostly being negative, I think it might change it to rant instead of review. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, there I won't did. be any overdrives like I did in the Windows 10 video. <laughs> but because for the most part, all of these problems, they're all related to just the fact that this is an old computer. Yeah, the fun fact, I actually, yeah, for my 2010, my 2012 MacBook Pro battery has to be replaced. This one isn't the best. This battery isn't the best either. Mm. On my 2014 MacBook Air. Mm -hmm. so. And my ThinkPad battery, over Christmas break, because I didn't use it for a couple weeks, the battery has noticeably gotten really awful on it. On my <laughs> oh, ThinkPad, yeah. Bad to where it lasts like, to where sometimes I even have to plug it in twice a day. Yeah. Like I, like, I didn't used to have to plug it in every day, but now it's, like, twice a day. For the most part, I'm leaving my MacBook in all the, plugged in all the time, and that's just because... I mean, then again, most of the time when I'm using it, it's 
iMovie is open and iMovie is the constant battery drainer, but I guess if I know I'm just scripting or web browsing, I don't mind having the charger not with me, but whenever I do editing, it's always plugged in. Yeah, yeah, I always have to have a char. Yeah, like I just pl plugged in my, I plugged in my MacBook Air and now it's already dropped and my 2013 MacBook Air surprisingly still has a decent battery in it, but what makes up for the battery life is it's horrible performance. Like for, oh, yeah. <laughs> like I have the i5 model of the 2013 MacBook Air instead of the i7 model. And the i5 model, for some reason, and check it out, another YouTuber has had the same issue to where it's just so slow. Like everything, no matter which <laughs> Mac OS you're running it on, it seems like everything is bottlenecking the CPU to where it feels like a 1913 MacBook Air. Oh, yeah. Whew. That's... So, my 2013 MacBook Air review video, which is now one of my most popular videos, is anything but positive. <laughs> positive points. Yeah. So, I'll be working on that. And actually, you, you will know this. Um, I don't think I'm going to... You know what? This podcast might make it out before I actually post the video. I'm going to post my review after I actually order the 16 inch. Yeah. yeah. Just thinking about that. It, it has 21 hours of battery life. What am I going to do with that? <laughs> Personally, yeah. I would be happy. I wouldn't mind if I just gave some of that 21 hours of battery life to this MacBook here, because it needs more of it. <laughs> yeah. Replacing the battery luckily on your 2011 Mac pro isn't that hard to do. Oh yeah. And I've opened still- it up before and I've checked out the internals. In fact, as a goodbye video for it, because I'm not planning on, okay, I'm not selling it or anything. I'm just giving the MacBook to my sister who could, who A, is interested in getting into making videos and all that. And she does not care about performance and any metrics. <laughs> Let me tell you that much. But also she wants a laptop with a CD drive. How come? Movies. Mm, yeah watching movies on car trips. She wants something, she wants a portable movie device. Yeah, my, yeah, my gra- Yeah, my grandmother has my grandfather's old dedicated unit, which is very, which is a lot chunkier than a MacBook, than a unibody MacBook Pro. Mm. So yeah, those are the reasons why she has that. And in that goodbye video, I'm actually, I'm not gonna, I'm going to try to upgrade the RAM to 8 gigabytes. I think that's the max yeah. that this system can support. Yeah. And also swap the hard drive for an SSD. I'm finally going to do that. Yeah, my, yeah. Yeah, the only thing that I'd be concerned about is what if you is what if you put all the stuff is what if you put an SSD and 8 gigabytes of RAM in it and then it suddenly was as fast as a new MacBook Pro like that. Oh, I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that. Well, <laughs> Well, it probably won't be as fast, but what if you put all that stuff in it and it's reasonably, and it's at a reasonable speed? Well, well, it still has the downsides of not my favorite I.O. selection, terrible resolution mm. display. Um, not yeah, my was... favorite trackpad either. I mean, the trackpad is not bad for a diving board trackpad, but I'm still not a fan of it. Yeah, I, that's why whenever I use a... Yeah, I don't like trackpads at all, and so I always have to use a mouse whenever I use a computer, and yep. 
That's why I bought this. My, gra <laughs> my grandmother doesn't actually use a use a laptop. Like she always uses desktops because she doesn't like trackpads. Mm. Oh yeah. So even if yeah, somehow it miraculously. <laughs> Get such a big performance upgrade. <laughs> I'll still have enough reasons to stick with my yeah, 16 inch. I, yeah, that. Yeah, like even if you. Yeah, like that's one thing I don't like. One thing I get so irritated about with my desktop is that because it's from 2012, it has no USB C ports, and yet my best lightning. And yet I don't have any good lightning to USB A cables, so. Mm. That's kind of. And as all of my Lightning USB-A cables are frayed, so whenever I try to do something with an iPhone 5 or 5C or something like that, that's not exactly easy. Oh, yeah. That goes I'm for so me. excited to ditch USB-A. I hate it so much. <laughs> yeah, and my desktop has all the ports either on the side or at the back, which really irritate me because it's an all-in-one unit, so... This means I sometimes have to literally tilt it just to plug something in. Yeah. I've conveniently positioned my iMac so I just have to walk around my desk to plug it in. Yeah, like <laughs> I, yeah, like I, I actually did think about arranging the de my desk to be like the, like this, to where mm. it's facing out of the wall, but something like I have mine. Yeah, yeah, like I, I actually thought about doing that when I was remodeling my room, but. Then I didn't, and it would be, then I didn't, but because my room isn't that big, so, well, my room is pretty big for a bedroom, but it's not that big for a studio. <laughs> Mine's way too big for a bedroom. Then again, technically, by building code standards, it's not a bedroom, because it doesn't have a closet. Yeah, it's a, yeah, mine, yeah, mine technically is a bedroom, because it has a closet. Mine technically is a bedroom, so it's a bit smaller. So I think, so I think when I do, so if I ever do continue my YouTube channel as an adult, though I plan on starting my own tech company, so it might be, they'll make all, they'll be as big as Apple. So it'd be a little bit point, so it'd be very pointless to make Apple videos when I'm literally <laughs> competing against them. I've had, I've had concepts in my head from years ago possibly formulating my own tech company and developing my own custom operating system. I've had ideas like that in the yeah. past. Yeah, I I've actually more. made some drawings and sketches of my own custom operating systems. <laughs> yeah, my family. Yeah, my I actually have more ideas that are very revolutionary, but I'm not comfortable sharing them with anybody besides my family because they... Yeah, I can see why. Because I don't have a legal patent on them yet. Oh, yeah. So you, they're this just concepts. There's nothing patented yet. This is one of the reasons why I'm not joining the metaverse is because you can meta has access to your head to where they could literally take my billion dollar oh, ideas, steal them, and yet Mark Zuckerberg will be would be sitting up in his throne whereas I'd be whereas I'd be broke working as a teacher for a living. Yeah. As far as people go, I mean, there's a whole bunch of other people on the I hate them because they are such terrible people list. Mark Zuckerberg is one of them. Yeah. He is definitely on that list. Yeah, anything that anything that man says that 
supposedly is good. No, it's not. I I always find some counterpoint to everything yeah, he my says. Dad, my dad doesn't really like Facebook either, but Meta, excuse me, my. No, we don't. We don't want a. We don't want to see a future where there's a camera in everyone's living room. <laughs> what? What is in everyone's living room now? <laughs> yet there's a. Fa yes, there's a port. Yet they literally. And not only that, but their Facebook portal devices are literally, except for the portal TV. I think their Facebook portal, their Facebook portal devices, which they haven't updated the branding on yet. They. Those, except for maybe the Portal TV one, those are literally pointless. I know. It just, it's so ironic how he said, we don't want a future where there's a camera in everyone's living room. And yet they made a device to put a camera in everyone's living room. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's even This company funnier. is so hypocritical. Their CEO is a nutcase, in my opinion. <laughs> no, it's I not. It's not just that, but my dad actually. I don't understand like how they're one of the biggest companies on the planet. Yeah, not. Yeah, my the dad. fact that they do so many terrible things that ruin our lives, and yet they're this big of a company. I yeah. don't. I don't get it. Yeah, my dad. Yeah, they're. Yeah, my my father also does not like Google at all. No, because of the com because of the people that run it. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm not a fan of Google because they have some of the, not as bad as Facebook, but they still have their tracking and such. But yeah, I'm still not exactly that big of a fan of Google, despite that. We're both using Google services for our YouTube yeah. channels. Yeah, so. my, da my dad's actually had this happen to him several times to where he'd be writing a document in Google Docs they be submitting it to his boss to officially be official or something, and then they would, and then Google Docs would literally save all the mistakes. <laughs> to where Google Docs has almost cost my dad his job in the past. Ooh! And I've actually, I actually made a whole video about this back when I was using Google Workspace all the time. But, but yeah, I, but yeah, that's how. Wow. And you know why Google Hangout? And another thing that I don't understand about Google is why they have so many services for for one specific task. Well, here's the thing. They even have multiple services for essentially the same thing. Google Meet, Google Hangouts. Yeah. They both do video calls. Yeah, Google has... Google not only that, but I think they have like... Oh, and Google Duo. I, oh, yeah. Google Chat. Oh, my gosh. we. And why do they have... We've counted four so far. There's probably more that Remember we just can't Google's think about. We got Google Talk. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Either A, they can't decide, or B, I don't know. It's, they think, well, maybe if we submit more options out there, people might buy something, or more likely to buy from us because hey, the they don't like this option. We'll just give them another option and just not tell them that we made it. <laughs> There's a reason why iMessage is the biggest messaging messaging platform in the U.S. A, reason A, it's actually good compared to so many others. And B, it's a default, which means any person that owns an Apple product via Mac, iPad, or iPhone, they have it. Yeah, and what's even fun... And it gets, what gets to be even funnier is how Google... 
Google actually has not only Google Maps, but they also own Waze. They own Waze too? Yep. Oh my god. That's actually and that's actually the main reason why dad's my dad stopped using Waze. <laughs> oh jeez. Oh boy. And yet somehow they managed to screw up some I mean there are very good apps that they do make. Google Drive I still use. Yeah. Um Gmail even though I don't actually visit their webpage anymore because I do most of my browsing via the mail app, either on my laptop or my iPhone. But yeah, Gmail's a good service. I still use Google Search. They are, in my opinion, the most, in terms of looking for results, the most reliable search engine yeah. I've used. I mean, I still don't like how they track data and all that, but like the B-roll I use in my videos, a lot of it is just looking up Google Images and downloading them. Google Images has been my most reliable. Yeah. They spat me the most reliable results, and that's why I continue to use them. Yeah, even no, they have I'm their surprised. Tracking. Yeah, Google seems that they can't make a choice, which is re which is really weird. And it's not just that too, but it's like, but have you? Do you do you know anybody? But as a change of topic. My dad actually used a Fire Phone back when that were, what was new. Ooh. Yeah, my dad actually, my dad got so frustrated with iPhones at the time because he's technologically challenged, mm. where he actually switched to a Fire Phone and had to get replaced. How bad was that? I it hear was, it was a bad phone. It was not. Well, it was slower for one thing. To where in May of to where in spring of twenty sixteen, my dad finally switched to the iPhone 6 Plus. Yes, he got a 6 Plus for some reason. So success Plus. Mm. But yeah, he switched. But yeah, he switched kind to six odd. Plus because he was so irritated <laughs> with the with the Fire Phone. Yeah, yeah. Amazon doesn't make very good. I mean, they make stuff that is cheap and evidently cheap sells. But yeah, in terms of the actual performance of the device it's really it's like trying to buy a windows laptop with an intel atom or Sa celeron yeah You're not good yeah I yeah i really enjoy echo prox and so is my mom in fact my <laughs> grandmother en really enjoys your echo show five. Oh my my three-year-old sister is obsessed with the amazon alexa stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah sorry for triggering your devices oh yeah oh uh, What's the other word? Oh, yeah. I'll just call it Amazon Echo stuff. Uh, my grandparents have one at their house. And th this was introduced by one of my cousins to her. Hey, Echo. Fart. <laughs> <laughs> it can actually do that. I'm serious. Yeah, my mom My mom was the first person to discover that in, her, in my family. And, I, <laughs> and sometimes as a joke, I actually tell... Tell her to do that. Tell Alexa to do that yeah. on on her on my grandma. Oh yeah. So now, whenever we ever go to like yeah, whenever we go to grandma and grandpa's house, now the first thing that my sister asks, uh, hey Echo, fart, <laughs> and then oh, <laughs> and then Echo, <laughs> she does that all the time. And not only that, and then what the worst part is. The worst part about that is, or not exactly bad, but it's kind of funny. The funnier part is Echo will actually keep recommending different styles of farts and then ask ask no. me to do this type of fart or just say random yeah, not only that but you can also 
Not only that, but you can also b or buy fart packs. She almost did that, actually. She <laughs> yeah, tried to buy the fart pack that. off of Echo, and everyone in the house, especially my grandparents, were all yelling, No, no, don't do this! Don't do this! <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're, so That's she. So I still find that ridiculous, because you're literally... I still can't believe that those might actually sell, because... You're basically paying for something that you can literally do with your mouth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, that is so funny. Yeah, that is. Maybe something I can hardly wait to do. I, I eventually plan on... About, about farts on the podcast? Oh, almost. I'm almost done with it. I'm done with it. And... You might know I'm a bit of a Tesla fanboy because, well, it's not for most reasons why people are fans of Teslas. It's primarily because I like how an EV is not built with as many complications. There's less parts that are involved to building an electric vehicle. I like that, which yeah, makes that's... maintenance more simple, costs of that go down. And even though, yeah, insurance is still pretty high because this is still a new technology. Well, maybe not exactly new, but relatively new technology. But I just like how they are more simply built and easier to maintain. That is the biggest reason why I like electric vehicles. And Tesla specifically because they have the best charging network yeah. anywhere. Period. Yeah, they don't... Yeah, fun. It's like, it's like with SSDs, for example, because they don't have moving parts, so they take up less room. Exactly. And are faster, so that is an advantage of an SSD or... Ironically, but speaking of putting an SSD in your 2011 MacBook Pro, I would probably recommend getting, I would probably recommend buying a used CD off CD or DVD install disc for a Mac OS, for an official Apple one for an older Mac OS off of eBay and then upgrading it. Cause, uh, cause on my 2010 MacBook Pro, when I first put an SSD in it, it wouldn't, because it previously ran Snow Leopard, it wouldn't boot into internet recovery. Mm. So it would not. So I was. Yeah, the way I plan on doing it is actually, I'm going to make an ins a USB installer and install macOS on the new SSD that way. Yeah. That's how I plan on doing it. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Do, do you still plan to keep your iMac with your, with your 60 inch MacBook Pro? I do. I mean, I still won't be able to use it that much because the performance on it is just so bad. I mean, SSD aside, the graphics on it is just dying. So I'm still, for the most part, using it as a prop. But also because it has family history, that was my grandmother's iMac and she passed away last year. Yeah. It's, I really do not want yeah. to get rid of that. So Yeah, my Windows 7 desktop is actually fam. Is actually family history too because it was originally the com the computer for the whole family mm. up until just last year when i was getting my room all to a year and a half ago and i was getting my room all set up so i decided so they decided to put my room to where i could use it for school which wound up not going too too well but now my windows 7 desktop makes a an okay downgrading and jailbreaking <laughs> computer yeah, I suppose that's quite Because most, most downgrading stuff is optimized for Windows, especially with legacy Apple devices, is usually optimized for Windows 7. Mm -hmm. 
like all the old tools such as Red Snow, IRUB, you name it. Mm -hmm. It's usually, a, it's optimized best for Windows 7. I think, well, if, if you ask me, I think most Windows applications are optimized best for Windows 7. Because <laughs> yeah. it feels like nothing on Windows 10 works well. Yeah. I haven't, One I've actually never tried 8, but I never tried 8. I hear, all I know is that I hear most people didn't like it. Most people didn't like Windows 8 because it was more optimized for tablets. Oh, I, yeah. I, I'm personally okay with Windows 8 being optimized for tablets because Microsoft was pushing the future, so I was actually okay with that. But one thing that my dad gets so irritated by Windows 10, I do too, is the fact that how come is the fact how the, that Windows 10 advertises features. It does not. Advertisements don't make a premium. Don't make yeah. a premium in an operating system premium. Oh, yeah. Like, that's right. why I absolutely... That's one of the reasons why I stick with Apple products is because there's no ads. Yeah, they don't bake advertisements into the OS. Xiaomi does this on their Android devices. Yeah, didn't they have issue? And I think Xiaomi actually had issues with, like, ads. Ooh! Imagine if Ooh. imagine if you were giving a, a Xiaomi phone to your kid who was go, going just going into middle school. This, this this would mean that an eleven year old would be literally looking at. Oh jeez! And, and couldn't do anything to stop that. Oh, that is. Whoo! I'm sure they got quite a few lawsuits for that. Because little because little kid because little kids were probably. Or what if a little kid was he had gotten a hold of their parent one of their parents' phones? Oh yeah, they, they should have got. <laughs> if I discovered that, I would have reported that to legal authorities because oh, that is not good. Yeah, Whew. yeah, and that's a, and one of my recent out, very outdated internet safety lessons. There was actually one on peer-to-peer -peer networks, and they actually mentioned how a child could download a. A triple X rated movie easily with peer to peer networks like Napster. Hmm. I haven't heard of that stuff to be honest. Yeah, I only heard, I only knew what a peer to peer network was because of the outdated curriculum. That's it. That curriculum is so outdated sometimes they even mention stuff like, like blogging, which isn't really a thing anymore. Mm. Uh, music piracy. Which oh, is also not a thing anymore because Spotify makes music free. Oh yeah. So it just mentions stuff that isn't very relevant to today's mm -hmm. world. The only thing that's mentioned that is still relevant is they also had a lesson on cyber predators, which aren't as relevant to today's world to today's internet. Oh world. yeah. I can see that, but there's yeah. still there's still some out there. Yeah, like they're not as relevant, but they're still somewhat relevant. Yeah. Partly because now school curriculums teach that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And people are a lot more wary online. And people aren't as comfortable with sharing personal information online unless you're on, with the exception of TikTok. <laughs> yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, now it, it, they've also resorted to, 
I mean, even when it comes to regulations on proving companies' identities and stuff, I mean, I made a video talking about how I've been just bombed with junk mails and scams and all that. <laughs> I'm practically a scam detector now because, I mean, the biggest thing is they try to mimic that, like, they're these big companies and all that, but then they'll use this very weird, unprofessional font, and then the links they provide, they don't even have the company's URL in it. Yeah. <laughs> my dad, my dad actually does scam baiting sometimes, and there was one time when my dad and I did some scam baiting on this. FBI agent who claimed that you could get money, but guess what? <laughs> what day? But but guess what day that was on? Thanksgiving. Oh. No FBI agent would be working on Thanksgiving. <laughs> 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 yeah, I've actually I've taken some inspiration from what's his name, Progi Scammer Payback. What he does because he gets a lot of scams sent to his phone. I thought of doing something similar to what he does, but. <laughs> I'm not knowledgeable enough to yeah. be able to do what he does, so I'm not going to do that just yet. Yeah, but. I'm not. Yeah, the only yeah I only yeah the only scam baiting channel I actually watch is Pleasant Green. Have you ever heard of Pleasant Green? No, the only scam baiting channels I've actually heard of were Scammer Payback and Jim Browning is another one. Yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. I watch Pleasant Green's videos. He isn't quite as big, but. He actually did a video recently when he bought all of his kids Christmas presents. Well, at least some of them on all of them on Wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. an idea I had if I decided to actually make a video trying to deal with these scam baiters and such. I would eventually get to the point where, yeah, go to the bank, go do that sort of stuff. And... Instead of mailing them cash, I'd actually get a box, because we got too many boxes around here. Take some of my dog's poop and ship them that in the mail. Yeah, I think Pleasant Green actually did that once to Nigerian scam oh, yeah. early on. I've seen one video where, actually two of them, two videos where they, it was a group of YouTube channels. Mark Grober was involved with this. Have you heard of his Glitter Bomb? I've heard of that with the package scam. Oh yeah, I've they heard, actually yeah, they I've actually heard of my managed to intercept. Talking about that before. Yeah, they actually managed to intercept a couple of packages and swap them for glitter bombs. <laughs> oh, or I haven't actually heard of maybe the glitter bombs, but I have actually heard of more so how this person who was getting his packages stolen, he was able to get he put a bunch whole bunch of cat poop. Cat and dog manure into the into the box, to, and then he would have, and then the person was able to set it to where it would explode as soon as the people opened up the robbers would open up the package. Oh yeah, yeah, it's cool to see what Mark Rover does. He's got. I like watching him because he's an engineer. I like watching how things are made and such, and I'm. Kind of what I do at my job is a bit of engineering as well, problem yeah. solving. So, is, yeah, it's kind of cool. Is your job full time or part time? It's okay. If it's part time. It's a part time job. Though mm -hmm. so okay. I absolutely enjoy what I'm doing. It is quite fun. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, I assuming don't have that a very expensive machine doesn't get busted. Yeah, which unfortunately happened a few weeks ago. Yeah, I have a. Yeah, I've actually. 
I obviously don't have a job right now because I'm 13 years old and and the law says that I have to be 16 in order to have a job. Yeah, I've hated how for the longest time I wanted to make money. I was willing to work. I was not being forced. I willingly wanted to work to make money. And I just couldn't because of that dumb law. Yeah, no, and it wasn't just that either. Like, it was like, because I, because I, because many adults have much more comfortable jobs than what I can do for, to make money like clean cat litter, feeding oh, the dogs, yeah. etc. Yeah, the best we could do at the time was pretty much, I mean, for me, mowing lawns, that's what I started to do to make yeah. some money. Yeah, and and uh, I mean, and obviously I've never used a lawnmower before, nor does my family own own one, so I don't think I could do a lawn mowing service. And even so, I def and I would do a snow shoveling service, except I don't get a whole lot of snow. So yeah, compared to up here, we get so much that you don't that you kind of don't want to because it's overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I'm a. And get, yeah, up and here you need snow blowers and snow plows. There guessing, is a shovel's not enough. Guess I'm guessing that you'd. I'm guessing that school doesn't close where you, where you live when there's a lot of snow like that. Um, what what will cause a school closing? I believe it's either four to five inches that already have to be out there, and they have to get the roads plowed. If if they can't. If we get like about five inches or more and they can't get the roads plowed, that will cancel school. If uh, there's also a whiteout going on or just general terrible visibility conditions, yeah. they'll delay it for two hours. And if it doesn't light, light up, then they'll just cancel it the entire yeah. day. And then they'll also, also call irritated. off. They'll also call off like those little half days where you go in the morning, but then the weather gets adverse. It essentially has to be clear whiteout. That will cancel school in itself. Yeah, I, I would. Uh, I would honestly get really irritated waiting. Wait, like luckily my luckily I know. I would honestly get very irritated waiting to see whether school would be canceled for the whole day or just delayed. Like I would get very irritated with that. Yeah, I'm lucky I don't have to anymore. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, we were really. Wow, we really. Yeah, luckily, down down where I live, luckily, the only, what cancels school is usually snow, ice, sometimes flu, or in this case, we We've had um, the elementary school before. We've had the elementary school actually closed due to flu once. Yeah, or flu. In the past 10 years, I think. Yeah, or, some, or very, very rarely, but sometimes flu, and sometimes... Or COVID now, and it's, or else just even flooding will cause the school to close. Like I remember one time when my school actually closed due to severe storms rolling in when the buses oh, were wow. dri driving, and and I actually had some time when I got home to actually still go outside and play and such before the <laughs> weather got too bad. Oh yeah, um, we've only had. We're famous for our blizzards up here, but only once have we ever had a flood, and oh, it was bad. And it's kind of, it was kind of weird because the general terrain of the area I live in, it's very hilly. So water would usually flow into, we got a canal, like, about five miles from here. 
giant canal that freighters can pass through. Um, it, it just got so bad. We got so much rain, it was storming like crazy. I was coming home from vacation to this. And from what I've heard, my, my mother was so concerned because I was with my dad and all the girls of the family was left at home. It was me and my dad that went to visit my grandmother and help out with some things around her house. Um, we were coming home and, well, actually, ah, I can't English. During that trip, my stay down there, my mom was so concerned I was never going to get to church because my dad doesn't go, but I go. And yet she didn't get to church that weekend at all. Because yeah. in the morning, one of my friends who's a first responder, they've had so many... She had so many calls that she was called out to. Um, we've had a section of our road by our driveway, actually, that was completely washed out to one lane. But that's not the worst part. The worst part was after the flood, our road became the only way for the people living west of us and north. That was their only way out. That was their only way to get into town or go somewhere else. Yeah. And yet it was dropped down to one lane because that got washed out. And this was right by her house. It was such a pain to yeah, deal no. with that much traffic. Yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, like sometimes uh, my grandmother, just, uh, yeah, sometimes I like to make jokes about building a truck stop or else a huge interstate exit or else a huge intersection <laughs> right by her, my grandmother's house. Oh dear! Why did they put that there? Yeah, and I, yeah, I've had, I've had, I think, in the past ten, in the past in my lifetime, I think we've had, I think I've had one, three major floods and one minor one. And mm. in, fa in fact, one of the floods back in twenty ten was so major that it wiped out the complete outdoor cat population. Ooh, and and the, but then but with with it there actually came a tom, a tomcat who stayed around for a few years. His name was Georgie, and he actually, and fun fact the cat the the cat the gray and white cat that you see in my videos, uh, Beatrice. She is a descendant of him along with hmm. Winston. Interesting. So, yeah. So luckily, we so flood had sort of a positive outcome that time yeah i mean the only positive outcome we got from that flood was a few roads that were desperately needing repavement from beforehand they finally got repaved unfortunately mine is not one of them <laughs> and that's because only sections of it were brought out so only the sections that were brought to one lane that was all they worked on anything else nope we're just living at the same potholy bumpy road as possible so yeah my yeah, that's real. Yeah, that's under. That's very understandable. And yeah, pothole. Yeah, in fact, whenever. And whenever there's a big snow, my inter the local the interstate that I live right by always gets repaired. Mm. Yeah, our roads up here are terrible. I don't know how we drive on some of them. Yeah. But anywho, all right, uh, enough talk about that. It's been a few hours, actually, so I guess I'm going to start wrapping things up with a couple more questions. So, obviously, we want people to do better at what it is we do. So, 
I guess my question is, do you have any advice for me uh, for making my videos better? And one thing I would suggest is for reviews that you could, so for reviews that you could actually do it more like how I do where I actually show the device in action. Or do you ever watch a YouTuber named 91 Tech? I have, and you're right. I should do a better job at including B-roll of my devices. The reason why I don't do it is because I often keep forgetting to actually take the time to also shoot B-roll of my of the product I'm talking about. Yeah, like you should. Well, yeah, like you should. You you should actually show the procs that you're that you're including. You're right. I should be doing a better job at that. So yeah, and I actually and I actually show my devices and. Whenever I do a review, I actually show my devices in action. But one thing I'm actually going to start doing is I'm actually going to break up my World, my my Warfare 2022 series into two parts: retrospectives and and seeing if overall things are still usable or worth it. Because mm -hmm. I actually have a bunch of legacy app devices that I want to do retrospectives on. Like oh yeah, iPhone, I'm like sure. Like the older iPhones and the older iPod Touches. Mm-hmm. To where I'll go in-depth at detailed reviews. Now the, and I'm gonna, and I'm actually planning on for the iPhone starting out in order from the 3G and up. And the reason why I'm waiting for the 2G is because this year is obviously the 15-year anniversary of the iPhone. So I'm gonna oh, do yeah, my it is. iPhone <clears throat> 2G retrospective on that day on that mm -hmm. on the 15 year anniversary because that's got special because that's pretty special oh yeah mm -hmm. and the five i might also wait to do until but until september because that is the 10 year and maybe the ipod or maybe oh. i don't know but at least the 2g i'm gonna wait mm -hmm. my dogs have started barking in case you can hear oh yeah <laughs> i love dogs i'm a canine person yeah me if in case you didn't tell by what I use for my alias, or actually not really alias, I'll, <clears throat> I'll call it a pen name. Kind of like how Eric Blair calls himself George Orwell uh, when he wrote his book Animal Farm. I'll call Alpha DeWolf my pen name because it's obviously not my real name. <laughs> You're sure Alpha DeWolf isn't your real name? Cause... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah. The iTunes fanboy is obviously not my real name either. Yeah, you've mentioned your real name before. It's just I, um, I called you the iPhone, iPhone, iTunes fanboy because that's the name of your t YouTube channel, and just I thought that was the best way to introduce you. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Is there anything else? Anything else? Anything else? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. I should do a better job at showing my devices in action. Yeah, like for example, yeah, if you if you do an I'm 2009 iMac retrospective video, you could actually do a video on that too. Oh, you could yeah. actually show that in action too. Yeah, I'll be sure to do that this time. And also, if you like, I one place where I could have actually shown your devices in action is maybe when you're when you were complaining about your Mac speed. Like that, like if I actually saw an action, then then it would be more understandable to. People. I mean, I did do. You're right. I didn't do it for most things. I did do one demonstration with uh, my IMAX video playback. 
Yeah. Like I did it. do that. But other than that, you're right. I didn't do many other demonstrations. So. My Apple Watch was telling me to stand, so I stood there for a second. Uh, <laughs> I forgot they actually do that. <laughs> yeah, my grandmother's Apple Watch tells her to breathe. She must <laughs> think she's dying even though she's not. Remember to breathe. One of my dad's favorite jokes. Remember to breathe. Inhale, exhale. He has another line at the end of it. <laughs> yeah, there. Yeah, it's pretty fun. Yeah, it's pretty funny overall. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm running out. Yeah, I get. I guess we've run out of stuff to talk about, and the pot. And I'm starting to. And my stomach is telling me that I need mm -hmm. lunch. So yeah, there's a there is. I guess. Um, I did recall last as I was trying to edit the last episode. I never actually heard this when we were speaking last week, but I did catch this in one of the clips while trying to edit it. You also asked if I had advice for you as well. I just okay. never heard it. Yeah, so, yeah, I know what you're about to ask. So, um, one thing I can think of when it comes to editing the videos. So, I know you like to put on camera, like you told me, I don't do a good job, do enough, eh, I don't do a good enough job at demonstrating or showing my devices in action. You do such a good job of that, but there is something that I'm noticing about the editing, and it's either... Uh, you know how, I mean, I guess some could say I do a little too many of them. Jump cuts. Yeah. A lot of what those jump cuts are is just me either editing out screw-ups or if I'm trying to think about how I'm going to structure my sentence. There's just long pauses. So, something that does drive me a little nuts is, I mean, I don't want to be rude about this, but... Something that does drive me nuts is when there's a long pause and it's almost for the only, the only reason why there's a pause is just because you're thinking of how to structure the sentence properly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I typically, yeah, that's why to, that's why I, back in June when I did my every iOS comparison video, I actually write, wrote a script for that. And I mean, I guess I could still, yeah, one th one way that I could think of of fixing that is in voiceover videos that I could do, or else videos where my face is shown, that I could do a script. That would obviously fix it. Yeah, the way I actually, I mean, you don't have to script it word for word, but the biggest thing I do is I just jot down talking points and then basically read those talking points and just structure sentences yeah. in my head quick like that. And that's how I manage to stay on topic and don't have to think about, okay, did I cover this? Am I forgetting something or such like that? Yeah. The, yeah. The reason why I don't, the reason why you oftentimes don't see me do, see me do long pauses is because it takes up extra storage on my iPhone. I don't, the reason why I don't do that is because I try not to edit if it's possible not to edit. I thought some of those videos weren't edited. Yeah. Most of, yeah. Most of my videos aren't edited. But yeah, that's something I guess I would like to suggest to make the video more um, engaging, I guess I'll say engaging, because when, if I was looking at this from the perspective of the average viewer, I don't exactly find waiting for the person to speak, just waiting in silence, I don't exactly find that engaging, I start to lose a tad 
I lose a little bit of attention in that brief silence. So I guess, do you know where I'm getting at with this? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I can understand. Yeah, I can understand. That's with my retrospective videos. I plan on doing B-roll. I plan on starting using to be B-roll, and then I will do voiceovers, which I'll have scripts written. Where this way I make sure to cover everything. Yep, so that was that was my biggest criticism I have. It's just that with the long pauses every now and then my I just lose my attention and I try my best to stay to stay focused on it. It's just the pauses will often make me lose my attention. Yeah. Do you have any other advice for me? Um There's not much because with the type of content, um, oh wait, um, interruptions. A good way to handle interruptions, I don't know if you know this or not, but sometimes interruptions can actually be funny. There's a humor element to them. And that's one of the beautiful things about YouTube versus super expensive, high production quality films. It's the interruptions, the fails that happen in the making of this video. So. Yeah. One yeah. good way to handle it is, because obviously if some, most of the time it's your cat's knocking something over, for example. You leave the clip in where the cat knocks it over. Make, include a quick reaction. If you have a reaction or a shock factor, leave that in. And then after that has happened, quickly just either jump cut or, in my case, what I use is a blooper and just get back to the point. Yeah, I can under... Yeah, there was actually one time when I was doing an iPhone collection video back in July 2020, and I was actually... And my cat... And one of my cats knocked over my very first iPhone. Luckily, it didn't crack Ooh. or anything, but fell straight to the hard floor. Mm -hmm. Obviously, yeah... Obviously, I can't do a whole lot about the cat disruptions. Mm -hmm. But yeah, something that, I, because they happen so much, try to turn it into a humor element. Yeah, I do. Well, I mean, I guess I do try. Well, I mean, I'd, I don't really think about stuff like that because I, because fun fact, the, the, in case you haven't noticed, my channel, because I've started watching your videos to where you do more tech explanations. Yeah, I've noticed how you've done some of them as well. Yeah, I've done. Yeah, like I don't like I didn't used to do any any of those. Yet now it's evolved more into that kind of stuff. So I to where usual to where the YouTubers I watch influence what I create. Like I used to watch everything Apple Pros videos all the time back in early 2019, which hence inspired me to do a lot of leaks and rumors videos. Oh yeah, I used to watch them. That was one of the original channels I subscribed to. Un Unfortunately, a few years ago, I unsubscribed to him, and that's because I felt like he wasn't doing a good doing a good job actually talking about Apple products anymore or just tech in general. A lot of it has become vlogs and showing. He's they're just a lot of them has become advertisements for his Phone Rebel case brand. Um, he's done a few other vlogs how he bought this property or something. That's what was happening at the time when I was deciding to unsubscribe from him. I, it's just, he lost my attention because a lot of his videos started to lose their focus on tech, which was why I subscribed to him in the first place. Yeah. It, it just became like, it was moving away from even 
type genres of videos. It was moving away from the tech genre of videos. So yeah, I can. Yeah, I, I'm still subscribed to him because I don't usually like to unsubscribe to YouTubers, but I don't like doing it either. But I will do it if it's either painful for me to continue watching, or they just don't even. They're just, just they just decide. Nope, I'm not even going to make this type of content anymore. So yeah, I can. Uh, yeah, like that's some. Yeah, I can understand that kind. I can very easily understand that. But the point, my point being, is that the YouTubers that I watch and influence what I create often. Oh yeah. And same thing with me. Quite often, a lot of the topics that I talk about often come from a video that I've just watched. Like for like example, my, your yeah. arm max a terrible video. Like, for example, I watched your Mac problems video that you did back in summer 2020, which inspired to do me to do my own. And then you contradicted Oh, yeah. It. Not long after you actually made your own. <laughs> yeah, I did. Yeah, then you contradicted it. But my point is, is that most YouTubers, most of the YouTubers that I watch don't have cat interruptions. <laughs> like, most of you, like, I don't think I've ever encountered any YouTube. I don't think I even know any YouTubers who have ever had cat interruptions. Like I, think I do know one. I do know one, and it's actually a fairly big channel, Mr. Who's the Boss. Mr. Who, yeah, Mr. Who's the Boss does that on purpose, though. Yeah, I know. Sometimes they, <laughs> yeah, he just brings his cats in the room, and then they yeah. do whatever it is. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Other I than that, I don't know a single channel, other single channels that actually have cat interruptions as well. And the reason why my cats interrupt my videos so much is because when I'm talking, my cats think I'm talking to them. Because <laughs> they don't see another person in the room. Mm -hmm. Luckily, they're all sleeping now, which is why they're not interrupting me. That's good. Because cats sleep like 16 to 18 hours a day. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, they I just, sleep. I knew they sleep a lot, but not that much. Yeah, they sleep. Yeah, cats sleep. Oh, one of them just decided to start bathing, which they... Fun fact, the reason why cats bathe so much, which is themselves, like, the, by this... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. The reason why they do that so much is because they're instinctively hunters, like, they hunt for birds, squirrels, and mice and oh, yeah. such. And the reason why they do that, why they bathe so much, is because they have such a good sense of smell that they don't want other animals that they're prey to, cat to be able to smell, which is why they bathe so much. Another fun fact to be explained on the podcast. That's nice. Yeah, not only. Yeah, and, my and there was actually a hunter outside. And I actually had a cat who was a, an outside cat once who was a hunter. And she actually is the mother of my female orange cat, Haley, which I posted once to my Instagram and Twitter. Oh, yeah. And sometimes here's my videos. Fun fact, orange only 20% of orange cats are female. Wow. But... As I've only other ever had one other one, but Pumpkin Stripey, which was her name, because I have another cat named Pumpkin with her same coloring. She once had a. My dad saw this to where she was climbing up a tree, had a had a giant squirrel had a squirrel squirrel in her mouth, fell down with the squirrel in her mouth, and that squirrel <laughs> got away luckily. But that was crazy for my dad to watch. All right, so um, we got the advice out of the way. Now, there's one more thing that I've wanted to start doing with if I ever have guests on the podcast. 
Marquez Brownlee does the exact same thing on his podcast. This is where I got the idea from. Have you heard of his alphabet typing test? Nope. Okay, well, I am basically going to DM you a link as soon as Twitter DMs loads up. And then I gotta load my notepad to actually get the link. It's very interesting. I've discovered that I am not <laughs> that good of a typer. Actually, no, I've always known I'm not a good typer. So it's basically you type out the you type out the alphabet as fast as you can. Control click beach ball. <laughs> Come on, it's just a control click. An SSD might fix that beach ball. We'll fix that beach yep. ball, you know. You yeah, know. that's definitely would have been the case. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were okay when I made... You didn't take any offense when I made that one video, did you? Uh, no. No, I didn't because I knew that you... No, I didn't because I knew that your Mac... No, I didn't because I knew that your Mac's... Because I didn't know that your iMac had actual failing graphics in it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't figure that out until just the general... I mean, general video exports are taking too long. I did send the link, by the way. It's in the Twitter DMs. Okay. Yep. Okay, guessing I should start typing it. All right, well, before you do that real quick, uh, here's how this works. We get three tries. I recommend you take screenshots of the times that you get. And then when you send me the your video clip of the podcast. Also, don't forget to send the screenshots as well. Yeah, I'm guessing it's Shift-Command-3 to screenshot Mac. It's actually Command-Shift-4. Okay. Yeah, so. the way it works is there's two different screenshot commands. Actually, there's technically three. Command-Shift-3 is the entire screen. Command-Shift-4 is... It, it allows you to select which part of the screen you want to actually screenshot. And then you notice how in my videos... As B-roll, I can take a perfect screenshot of an entire window. That would be Command-Shift-4, then the space key, and then I just have to highlight my mouse over the window I want a screenshot. Okay. Well... Kind of cool, to be honest. Okay, guessing I should start now. Yep. Okay, I have the podcast. I have the this time saved, and it is. Let me open up a preview here. Eight, almost nine seconds. That was better than my first attempt. I believe I did over ten seconds in my first attempt. Yeah, my yeah yeah actually yeah I actually won a war. I've actually won awards in the past for t fastest typist in school. So. <laughs> I am, despite that, one would think I sit on a computer a lot, and some of what I do at work is programming machines. You would think I'd be a fast typer. I am not. I have to be one of the slowest typers on the planet. Yeah. Even so. though I am surprised that one test of 
the alphabet test. I managed to actually beat my co-host only once. I've only beat him once. Yeah, okay. That so. was it. All right, so that was one attempt. Have you done your other two? You mean I have to do two more? Two more. I discovered that the more you do it, the the first time you're just getting used to it. But now that you know, okay, this is how it works, improve okay. the time. See, see the best you can get. Okay, well, let me try this again. All right. Success. <laughs> what time is it this time? 6.222 seconds. That's faster than salt. <laughs> that was faster than salt's best. I think his best was 6.999. <laughs> okay, so now want to try this again? One more time. Let's see if you can even top that. Fourteen point four zero seven seconds. I'm guessing there was a mistake in there. Uh, no, what actually happened was that the keyboard didn't register all the clicks. Oh, hmm, that's odd. Though, yeah, still six point two two seconds. That's better than salt. <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I'm a, Yeah. Uh -huh. So I guess on this podcast, you have. You are the fastest typer for the alphabet. Yeah. All right. Well, I actually have to use the bathroom now, so it's okay if All we right. end the podcast. Sure. Let me do my quick outro before we sign off. So, all right. I, I still haven't scripted a professional one, but here we go. For the audio listeners, thank you for listening to this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure to rank us five stars. Check everything out in the show notes. I'll definitely be leaving the iTunes fanboys' social media links in the notes as well. Same on the video version. Thank you for watching this episode of Alpha and Salt. Be sure to interact with all those buttons, leave a comment, do it such and such. And I have gotten rid of the voicemail because nobody has ever used it and I lost the number anyways. So, <laughs> all right. Uh, you remember how I, do you remember how we do the last bit? How he says salt, pepper, and then I say my name and signing out. So. The iTunes fanboy is officially signing out. <laughs> Peace out. Okay. Alpha Dewell, signing out.